If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery, with lots of hilarity, it's Adderall. Welcome to Adderall, the Heaps Good History podcast, where in each episode I tell a story to good mate Tom about old mate, old mate Tom about South Australia's unique and often hilarious history. My name's Dan. I'm a born and bred South Aussie, and my good friend Tom—that's me. That wasn't very funny. Is uh, a British person who moved here a while ago when he was 15, so he doesn't know as much about South Australia mm. as I do. So you're teaching me the ways, and I'm sort of telling you about the things that have confused me over the last two decades while I've lived That's here. Right. I've just been like, what is that about? Teaching the way of SA. That's our new slogan. That's right. There you go. Very nice. It's, it, this is the first time in a long time, Dan, we've missed... Uh, I know before we, we, I know. we started recording, you were like, don't mention time frames because we could release them in any order. <laughs> but the reality, like, let's be, let's, let, let's be honest, it's, it's, there's been a bit of a gap, a well, two-week two gap. Let's also be honest, no one's probably noticed, so... No, people have. A couple of people have said to me, like, oh, when you haven't done an Adelaide episode for a while. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're listening. That's, that's nice. No, we, we just we left the gap in there because we wanted to see if people were listening. And three people were. So thank you and so much. And also because for... you've been flat out with work stuff. We've all been flat out. It's, this has been very difficult. But we've been working on a lot of big things. We've, got we've the... been doing some so- stuff on the side, yeah. We've, been, we've got the Adelaide Fringe Show coming up. That's right. And that's, that's what I, whilst we've not been able to get together to record. Tom's been working hard. Um, for the money. Working hard and hardly working. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we have secured dates for the Adelaide Fringe Ooh, next year. Oh, shit, So yeah. exciting. So we're going to have Adelaide live. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be at the Cranker. The, the Crown, Crown and Anchor. Anchor. On Grenfell Street, which is very, very close to where we are right now. Yeah, we're, we're recording our first episode out of our brand new business centre headquarters, <laughs> right in the heart <laughs> of the Adelaide CBD. We've got to sign up. We've got to sign up. That's right. We'll, we'll post it with the episode. My... Um, my uh, mum's apartment is in the city centre, so like... Um, and so, this is beautiful. And it, yeah, and it has a little business, like a little... Uh, what, what would you call this? Uh, you call it a key fob, I think. It's like a... Di- oh, oh, no, this. Um, this is like a business suite. Yeah, it's like a little business suite, which is part of the apartment complex, which basically like... I think it's like... Sh- a lot of students rent out these apartments, so it's like you can come in here and do assignments or you can have a business meeting. Get down to business. Get down to business. Yeah. Um, but it's like, well, you know, rather than Dan driving all the way south to where I live or me driving all the way north to where Dan lives. North of Grand Junction, mate. Yeah, don't want to get stabbed. Mm. Um, we just decided, well, why don't we just like get together in the city when we record our episodes? And so this is like very is conveniently great. located, but it's super close to the Cranker. Oh, it's so which good. Is, and we already nicked some beers there tonight. We already did, yeah. And, and it's, it's such a good pub. And I like That's how we're doing our uh, show there. you got to do it. And I like how we have this window here. We had some people walk by before looking at us like we were movie stars. Like, you know, the sunrise set. Yep. People were looking. This is great. Yeah, that's great. I'm happy with this. But anyway. Maybe we'll do a live episode. Like, well, not a live episode, but maybe we'll do like a webcast episode one time when we, we actually get the cameras out and we're sort of just. Uh, we got to do it, man. And we've got people walking in the back. Uh, people with signs in the background. That's oh, like, we love you, Dan, like, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One person just like gets their knob out, gets tackled by security. Greg Burler again. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so Beer of the, of the Episode, yeah. Oh, is the Beer of the Episode this malt. week is the Malt Fiction Sessions Ale. Now that that is some dope can art. It's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's that very, is, very awesome. Okay, I think uh, Shifty Lizard has been my favourite so far, but these guys have adopted a similar thing with the, the, the um, sticker on the packet. Yeah. But that art is is dope. I don't have tasting notes for this because um, I forgot to pull them up. Well, let's just I'll, make our own. Let's just, yeah, well, let's just make our own. I will tell you, though, it's a, a malt profile. It's 100% Australian Pilsner and wheat beer with a hot profile summer 
and Amarillo hops, and it's 1.2 standard drinks because it's the Sessions there Ale. And it comes Cooper's in released a Sessions Ale. Um, I saw that at the pub the just before. The first Cooper's yeah. new release in like 13 years or something. So we'll that. try that out in a future episode. But yeah. today we're on the Malt Fiction Session Ale. Oh, that is nice. Needs a bit more Anne. What's the deal with session ales? Is it because like uh, it's just like it's just a lighter kind of thing. But yeah, it's like it's like people that want to drink mid strengths but they don't want to drink like four X, which is garbage. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's um it's like just stuff, you know, for a hot summer day when you're out in the garden and things like that. Where you, you nick a few. Have you been watching the cricket, Dan? I have been actually. I don't like cricket. We'll yeah. get into this and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this at some point, but despite being British and I'm English because you guys lose all the time. Yeah, well, so. maybe. Anyway, but um, I love the new Forex uh, cricket hats. But in order to get one, you've got to buy a slab of Forex. I'll and buy you one. Get for the Christmas. token. Really? Okay, you buy it, drink it, and I'll just get the hat. All right. Cool. So, but we're on. I'm glad you brought up the sport though, because we're on sport today. Sensational. That was my segue. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to go for sport. So let's sport. begin because other, otherwise to... people will bitch that we've yeah, gone too long at the beginning of the episode. What's, what's your... I'm talking SA sport. What do you reckon it is? No. Oh, mate. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. SA sport. Yeah. You're not going to... Well, you, we've talked about the need to do a proper Crowsport showdown yeah. episode. We, we thought about doing it earlier in the year, but it was just... We, we want to do it right. If we yeah. do do it, we want to do it correctly. We want to get down to the showdown... Interview people, That's all right. sorts. So we're going to leave that for next season. That's all right. So it's not going to be footy. Um, it could be cricket because it's the time of year. Tis the mm-hmm. season. Redbacks. Um, and the only other sports that I know of and care of are ice hockey because I'm a hockey fan. Okay, it's, it's not, not going to be the Adrenaline, um, formerly the Adelaide Avalanche. It's not going to be... It could either be mm-hmm. the 36ers or... or the Adelaide bite the baseball. Pick one of those. All right, shit. I've got a guess, right? Yeah. Um, I reckon it's going to be the baseball. The Adelaide uh-uh. bite. Formerly the Giants. Uh-uh. But no, I do want to do one on that as well. But I think we should also do that, right? But this one, I just, I, this is one of those ones that surprised me. Because I'm like, there'll be nothing funny in this. But you do a bit of reading and you find yep. some of the characters who are involved. And it turns into one of the longest write-ups I've ever had. Yeah, so, I, I, I'm on the committee for my ice hockey league. Yep. And, like, what you quickly discover when you get involved in sport, or any kind of sport, like, regardless of whether or you're not on, you're on a committee for, a league, you know, anything like that, but, like, it's all politics. Sport is politics. Yep. If you get involved in sport other than just, like, kicking a ball at the, at the park, it's all politics. So, eventually, you dig and scratch enough, you'll find something fucking hilarious. That's right. Because... There's always there's always hid, there's always hidden agendas and there's always people. Oh, there's always people. So yeah. Tom, this is the Adelaide, and I know Peter from the show PBAFM is yep. a big basketball fan. So this okay. one's for him. Big shout out to Peter, and you're a big basketball fan too, right? Now. I'm not a, so much of a you, fan. You play a bit of, I play though. No, I play. N- not a fan. No, <laughs> never been a fan. Never been a fan. We won last night as well, by the way. Oh yeah, Dan, Dan plays a bit of social basketball. I do. Uh, uh, what's the name of your team, Dan? The, <laughs> or can we can we reveal that? On yeah, there? I think we can. We're called the Golden Grove State Warriors. So it's a um, play yeah. on the and but, but we, our it, logo is the same. But instead of warriors, it's warriors. Like worry, as in we're worried about how shit we. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, rather than the, the warriors, which is the Golden State, State Warriors, Warriors. Yeah, we're the Golden like, Grove State Warriors because we we play at Golden Grove. So there we uh, go. that's brilliant. That's so that's that's genius. It's like my ice hockey team, Net Sticks and Chill. Net Sticks, I go. I get that immediately because you yep. got the net, you got the sticks, the ice, the yep. chill. Yeah, play on words. Yeah, genius. Love it, Tom. This is the Adelaide of the Adelaide Thirty Sixers. Okay, 
The Adelaide 36ers are an Australian professional men's basketball team that competes in the National Basketball League, which is NBL. Um, can I just tell a side, side story? This, this, this doesn't relate to anything. <laughs> I don't know any, fucking anything about basketball. Really? Like, literally, I don't know anything. Well, I'm glad I don't even know like, how many points you get for a basket. I know you get different points when you shoot from different places. That's yeah. all, I, I, something about there you that. Go. I'm going to get you out. You've got to come play with us. I, I literally know nothing about I played basketball once in my life. Yeah. And this is what's really embarrassing is my wife is really good at basketball. Like, really? She's decent. I'll get her she's on like, Yeah, team. she played club for many years. and Oh, like, like played club? club. Yeah, and wow. she's, she's really good. But I am, have no knowledge of basketball, don't know anything about it, don't really have – I wouldn't say I don't have any interest in it. I am open to the idea of watching okay. it. However, my only link to basketball, my only knowledge or understanding is, is I had a teacher in high school who had a really bad accent and a really bad lisp and he couldn't say basketball. Okay. And so what he said was, basketball. Was he uh, British? Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His name is mm-hmm. Mr. Corby. Mr. Corby. <laughs> and he used to say, like, when he... <laughs> Ronnie? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. You'd get on the bus to go to, like, because the PE section was because i went to a school that was like a, a grammar school it was like a snooty kind of old old yep. uh like the, the main building of the school was like an old kind of observatory and so that some of the sports facilities were like separate from the school mm-hmm. so you had to get on a bus to go to the school where the PE bit of the school was and so you used to be like get on to bus lads i'm <laughs> going to go play some basketball and he used to say basketball so for years i just referred to it as basketball because <laughs> sounds I was, delicious it, I, it was funny yeah okay. um, but other than that that's the only basketball. Well, I'm glad. You're going to learn today. I'm yeah. going to make you a fan of basketball. Go on then. All right. Basketball, you bastards. <laughs> the 36ers are the only team in the league representing the state of South Australia and are based in the capital, Adelaide, obviously. Cool. The club was originally called the Adelaide City Eagles when they joined the NBL I in like 1982. Do you? What, what, is, what's a 36er? Oh, well, here you, fu- you fucking go, mate. But changed their name to the 36ers the following year. Were they established in 1936? Well, you should know this above all people, Tom. The 36ers nickname comes from the fact that the colony of South Australia was officially proclaimed in 1836. So were the Adelaide 36ers. My wife never knew that. She was very impressed when I told her. Yeah, I'm not that impressed. Okay. Uh, uh, they play their home games at Titanium Security Arena, now known as the Brett Maher Court within the NBL. It's, and it's, 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 it's an extremely secure arena. <laughs> no one's breaking in like there. Titanium. They're not even breaking ankles. The person, like, I don't know who owns Titanium Security, but I assume they were like, what's the strongest thing you can think of? And that <laughs> Titanium, cool. That's cool. it. That's, that's the name. That's, that's how they came up with the name it for, their, for their brand. That's pretty good. The 36ers tally of four championships is equal with Melbourne United and the New Zealand Breakers, second only behind the Perth Wildcats, our rivals, uh, who have the most in any club's history. But look, Melbourne, so hang on, Melbourne has a basketball team called Melbourne United. Melbourne United. And we have a soccer team called Adelaide United. Not much originality. Wouldn't it be better to call their soccer team Melbourne United and their basketball team Melbourne Victory or whatever their their soccer team's called? Yeah, don't know. They are the Melbourne victory, by the way. But look, this episode, I did a lot of reading. I'm going to take you back to the golden era okay. of the Adelaide 36ers, okay. which is... 1836. <laughs> it's your when, turn to get the basket. shoot the ball at an actual basket. <laughs> yeah, out, out of a peach basket. Um, I'm going to take you back to the 1985-1986 Adelaide 36ers. Oh, 
Mate, there we go. This is the heyday of Adelaide sport, too. This is when we still had a Grand Prix. That's all right. In 1985, former Australian uh, Boomer, which is the national team, and 1960-1964 Olympic representative Ken Cole. King, King Kong? King Kong. Ken Cole. Ken Cole, okay. Was signed as the coach of the Adelaide... Imagine if you had King Kong as a, bar, as, as a player. <laughs> you would dominate. You would dominate. You would dominate. He'd just eat the other guys. Yeah, and he just like grab a blonde lady out of the crowd and just like climb on the roof after every game, <laughs> do a sick dunk. Yeah. <laughs> also, is this is this joke racist? No, he's white, so it's good. No, oh, okay, uh, most of the team was black, though. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but Ken- imports, right? Coming yeah, out from America yeah. to play, well, that's racist. No, well, no, there's <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> not, not that kind of import. Um, Ken Cole was signed as the coach in 1985. Ken Cole was and still is. A colourful character. Like I said, he was white, but yep. you know, he was a colourful yep. character. Racial. Yep. <laughs> he grew up in the 1940s and 50s in a working class family in Sydney. His dad was a union factory worker. So imagine a union factory worker in those days. That's oh, yeah. hard ass. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. He was, he was all for the high-vis vest. The <laughs> but you get injured, son. The, the company's not going to take care of you. <laughs> got to wear your high-vis vest. You want <laughs> to make sure you got a leg to stand on when you get to court for your... Work cover claim. <laughs> his dad was a union factory worker, uh, but was in his early 50s when he literally drank himself to death. <laughs> I've drank too much, lad. Ken, Li- hang on, get, hang get on. he beer. literally drank himself to death, he so just, he drowned. He <laughs> it wasn't any alcohol, it was just water. Okay. He just downed uh, like 12 cartons of Mount Franklin. Okay, yeah, got it, yep. got it. Uh, so Cole grew up without a dad and didn't have much use for school. I decided at about seven or eight years of age, for some reason, just to stop going for school and only went to school. Smart. Yeah, smart, smart guy, smart man. He's, went- he's the, he, no wonder he, he went on to be such a successful <laughs> Well, guy. he said he only went to school when they played sport. So I had smart. close also to, smart. had close to no education. He had a lot in all. common with Mr. Corby. <laughs> I only ever saw Mr. Corby at school when, when it was sport. <laughs> Biscuitball time, boys. Biscuitball time, boys. Get on to booth. <laughs> but his love for Got basketball. A piece of bread for you. <laughs> came quickly, as did the piece of bread. And by luckily, by the time he was in his teens, uh, Ken Cole was upwards of six foot four. Well, not surprised, King Kong. <laughs> That's right. He's got to climb that Empire State Building. He wants That's a good right. head start. That's right. Success came early. Playing power forward, he was on a state championship team within his first year and made the Australian national team within two years. So what's a power forward? No, It's like a position in basketball. How many people are on the court in you get, basketball? Well, five per side. Okay, so is it three forwards, two D? Yeah, kind of. It's like it's like a hockey. Yeah, game, pretty also. much. Yeah. You've got two up the front, three at the back, and then um, oh, three at the back. Yeah, well, that's basically how you set up for defense. Okay. Yeah, uh, so. but the middle the middle player at the back is the center. Uh, not really. That's the person who does the jump ball. Don't worry about it. You got five each side because I don't even really know the rules. I just get told where to stand. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because like I can explain hockey very simple. Like you have a left wing, a right wing, and a center, and then you have a left defense and a right defense, and the center. Roams yeah. and goes forward and def- and defends. Nah, basically with basketball, Simple. the whole team shifts from side uh, to side. Okay, okay, yep. Um, so he travelled the world, um, and in 1964 he made the Australian basketball Olympic squad. Um, 
So, was, so hang on, that was 1960. That was 1964. So has Australia always been pretty decent at no. basketball? No, then? like 64 was when we were just starting to get involved. Okay, and Because cool. we are pretty decent, right? Like there's a lot of, like particularly women's basketball. We have like yeah, a lot we of, like, uh, like the WNBA, we've got a lot of Australians in the women's NBA in the US, yeah, yeah. which is the big women's league for basketball. Yeah, um, we, we're decent, particularly considering our population size and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and we've not- only just gotten an Australian in the NHL, which is the National Hockey League, that's the Ice Hockey League in the US, whereas we've had like players in, yeah, the, you've in, had the, in Luke, the NBA for ages. Yeah, Luke Longley and Andrew Gaze and all that. All yeah, that and obviously Paddy Bogut Mills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. um, I, see, I don't know anything about basketball, but I know who Paddy Mills is, so there you go. Okay, so there you go. So, but look... Um, uh, he travelled uh, internationally, coached internationally, really raised the profile of basketball within South Australia. Raised himself up, yeah, on the, as you on, do on on the Empire State Building. <laughs> Blonde lady on his arm. And um, in 1985, got the call to become the head coach of the Adelaide 36ers. Cool. Under Coach Cole, the 36ers became the league's most premier team. Sick. They had a lot of import players, including a six foot nine center, Bill Jones. The New York guard Al Green, who Greeno Greeny, who had been drafted by the San Diego Chargers, uh, the NFL National Football League, thankfully, in 1979. Well, th- unfortunate for him, but thankfully for us, they dropped the Chargers. Uh, very good, despite never having played football before. They drafted him for his like size and speed. They looked at him as like athletically. You yeah, see, mold. that's that's so fucked up in sport. Yeah. in the US is how like they will just like employ people based on body type, and it's like well. Yeah. Are there any skills involved in the sport? <laughs> then, if, you, if you're just picking people based on their size and, and, and their height and their size and their speed... And uh, colour. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, aren't the, don't the stats, like, show you that, like, there are so few people that are actually above seven foot mm. that if you know someone who's, a, who's seven foot or, or taller, there's something like a 31% chance that they're in the NBA. Yeah, something along those it's, it's lines. Cra- like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, being over seven foot is that rare. It's like, well, you're in, yeah. That pretty much, like, they yeah. will just say, like, we'll give you a job mm. because you happen to be tall enough. Yeah. But, like, it's a, a sport where you require skills, right? So, like, well... Yeah, but I think it gets to a point where it's like, well, you have so much of this quality... That your skills can be subpar in this area, but you more than make up for it in that area when we need it. But what are the benefits then? Like you can just like you stick your arms up, people throw it as high as they can, you got the ball because okay. no one's jumping right. above you. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yep. Yeah, um, we also imported a rookie from. Uh, so you can't do that with soccer. Like you, like no. I, I'm, I'm not defending soccer because, like, obviously it's a you know like I grew up playing it, and I think it's a great sport. In lots of ways, but in terms of like toughness and grit, it doesn't it doesn't rate very highly in my opinion. But like um, you know, in terms of skill, it's it's you you have to work very hard for very very many years to get yourself to a place where you can play soccer at a mm. level where you can compete with other people that are good. Um, whereas like you know, I I had assumed that basketball was the same, but but I guess you know if you just happen to be a really tall guy. Yeah. Well, or, or, or girl, yeah, you can you can get in get if in. you're if you're yeah. tall enough. I think yeah, a lot of sports are doing that nowadays. They look at a person's body type and speed and things like that, and they're like, "Well, you're going to be a gun at this sport, and we can prove it straight away." Happened to a woman who I work with. Um, her son's about twelve years old. He went to the Sapsaza or whatever thing it is. They looked at his body type. And it's like you're going to be a world class rower if we give you a couple of years training, and they're doing it. And so it's going to be amazing. And then it turned out he has osteoporosis, and they're like, oh, fuck. 
<laughs> first, first day out on the river, just snapped his arm. But um, we also drafted the 24-year-old power forward from Philadelphia, Mark Davis, who joined the teams after five years uh, after dominating with uh, you know a couple of local teams. He was always good at taking a mark. Yep. What's with the What's the crossover with with basketball and footy? Nothing. No, there is though. There no. totally is. Yes, there is. What is it? Well, there is though because like heaps of like footy players have basketball backgrounds and heaps of basketball Oh, that's play- right. I've seen that recently. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a massive crossover. I don't know what it is. I assume it's the height thing, maybe. Uh, but again, like, I don't see how... I honestly don't understand. I, I get it with taking a mark, but not everyone on the footy field is that has that job. Mm. Well, I guess everyone has to take marks, but not everyone is, like, you know, competing for the Rising ball in above that the way pack, yeah. all the time. So, like, I don't understand... I get why you want footy players to be tall. Yeah. But again, like it's surely it's a totally different set of skills to basketball. You, you need height in basketball. That's why I'm not very good, uh, particularly under the ring, getting the rebounds, which is like the most important position. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, no, you're, you're usually great at getting around, getting <laughs> under the ring. 1985 was an all-star lineup to say the very. It's the least. year of King Kong. It was the year of King Kong. In 1985, they made the grand final against the Brisbane Bullets. But Adelaide failed to win their first grand final. See, Brisbane Bullets, that's a sweet name. That's a really good name. That's and they, cool name. I remember like the 80s Melbourne and 90s. Melbourne United, shit. 80s and 90s, Brisbane Bullet had like the dopest uniforms. I think they were... Um, it, was, it was like a picture of an Uzi. <laughs> 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 Scary. So in 1986, they were coming back with a vengeance and some controversy. Oh-ho. Here we go. This Here is where we, we kick off. We do a bit of yakking, now we kick off. All right. Yeah, I'm just, we're already we're at 21 minutes. I've just been talking shit the whole yeah. time. Okay, 1986 would see the Adelaide 36ers win their first of four NBL championships. With the 1986 lineup... Four in a row? Or just no, four, no, yeah. just a four all. Uh, with the 1986 lineup dubbed the Invincibles with only two losses for the whole season. That, oh. that is insane. And both those games... Oh, so yeah, to dominate a basketball, Basketball. Mmm. Have a Monte Carlo. Despite the encore success, there was some controversy at the club. The encore success or the encore? Encore success. Cool. And encore, I guess. Mm. But there was some controversy during the 1986 season with coach Ken Cole suspended towards the end of the regular season <laughs> by the club board. This is politics again. Over his smoking of a marijuana joint during a road trip to Brisbane. Smoking of a marijuana joint. Having a doobie, King Kong. Cheeky, cheeky doobie. Cheeky doobie. He's like, look, (laughs) look, we've climbed a building. We've beat our chest. We've held a blonde lady, uh, you know. I just want to get higher. I just, yeah, (laughs) I want to get higher. I want to get higher. Can you take me Me higher? Oh, I was thinking, can you take me higher? Yeah. <laughs> um, is that what that song's about? I don't know. Maybe. No, so Creed would have really... It's a metaphor for basketball. <laughs> Get higher to that ring. I believe I can fly. <laughs> that's what he was listening to at the time. I believe I can smoke Well, that's, that's the other thing I know about basketball is Space Jam. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Well, well, Ken Cole was heading into space with his own jam. Hey, hey. The story was broken by journalist Andrew Both from... The advertiser. Of course. Who was in the team's hotel room following the win over the bullet. When he offered King Cole a spliff. That's <laughs> <laughs> like 1980s journalism. Did you, did you want a spliff? I couldn't possibly. I couldn't, mate. Like, you're a journo. Are you going, nah, that's fine, no, I'm dude. cool with it, man. Yeah, next day in the paper, yeah. King Kong. 
Tokes, so, on, tokes on a split post-game. So the Journo, Andrew both, some of the team, the assistant coach, and a few others were around there having a couple of celebratory beers because they'd made the playoffs. And it turns out later, a cheeky, a cheeky doobie. Uh, when Coach Cole, no, he just comes into the room and asked everyone present if they mind him smoking a joint because he doesn't drink. Because he saw his dad drink himself to death. He doesn't drink. So he comes in. Everyone's having a couple of brews. He's like, hey, I'm just going to smoke a bit of weed. You guys cool with that? They're all like, yeah. Except for the journo who was like, no, well. Journo said, yeah. But then ne- what's next day. What a piece of shit. Next day, Andrew both goes and writes about it in the paper. What a piece of shit. Absolute piece of shit. And also, it's just a spliff. I know, right? Well, this, this is where it comes It's not like he was doing cocaines. That's all right. Colcanes. Colcanes. <laughs> but look, Ken Cole, he was completely open about smoking doobies and never denied the fact, stating that it was recommended by his family doctor of a way with dealing with health problems. Well, that doctor pain. was very progressive. <laughs> he was, particularly in the 80s. Yeah. Um, Ken actually did suffer. We've got to do an Adelaide episode on Adelaide as like the marijuana state yeah. as well. Though. That's probably why Ken came back and to for Adelaide. that episode, rather than having a beer of the episode, we'll just, have like, a joint of the we'll just have a joint. Boy, man. Oh, I love yeah. how everyone, even people who smoke weed, have an over-accentuated stoner voice that we all do. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go coach the basketball yeah, team, yeah. eh? Uh, Ken still uh, does suffer from diet. Like, he was getting to a point where his feet hurt stand up because he had diabetes, so mm-hmm. he was smoking doobies. Well, because, but, well, yeah, but hang on. He had the diabetes because he was smoking doobies and then just eating a whole pack of Tim Tams. <laughs> Could have been true. Could have been true. We know. They... Put the story on the front page of the advertising. That is bullshit. I know. Front that, page. Just for the record, I'm not, like, I'm very, very, very much not an advocate for for drugs. I've worked mm. in mental health for many, like, for many yeah, years. Yep. And, like, I am not one of those people that thinks, like, marijuana is just some innocuous drug that, like, some innocuous wonder drug that's going to clear your, like, glaucoma and, and make you feel good and, and doesn't have any negative side mm. effects. Like, obviously, no one's ever died from smoking a joint, but it still does damage to communities in my opinion mm-hmm. um i don't think it's like you know i don't think it's i don't think it's innocuous like I, I i've worked with young people who have how can i put this had their lives like irreparably damaged by because of their marijuana use. yeah we've seen it totally yeah totally but having said that when it's just someone you know like like anything like like alcohol yeah like cigarettes like anything Less so with cigarettes. You can't really do cigarettes in moderation. But, you know, particularly like alcohol, like a glass of wine, if it's done in moderation and it's done for relaxation and done in the right context and the right reasons, I don't think it's that yeah. big a fucking deal. But the advertising and not certainly not enough to lose your job overall to get fucking put in the front newspaper. Page. Yeah. Front page. After like, you... you know, it, can, like, it can be damaging yep. if you take it to the extreme. But... Yeah. I don't think that's what's going on in this case. Particularly when he's gone, oh, do you guys mind if... And they've all gone, nah. And then, well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's like, yeah. nah, 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 she'd be right, mate. Nah, nah, it's all good, it's all good. He's just like... Scribbling. Why are you... He's like, oh, have you got a roach for me to roll with this? He's like, yeah, 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 let me just take a little bit out of my notebook. He's like, why are you, Why have you got your notebook? He's like, oh, no, no real reason. You've got, a lot of, you've got a lot of notes in that notebook. He's just like vigorously writing into this note. It's like, mate, why are you... Um, Ken glazed over. Hi at everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, can I grab a roach? He said, like, as he leered down at me. Cole was... Eyes bloodshot. <laughs> Cole was suspended by the club oh, for, for the sake. last two games. And the team was coached by assistant Don Shipway. By so, a sister? By assistant Oh, sorry. I Don thought you Shipway. said his coach. the team was coached by a sister. I was like, wicked. 
she jumps in. This will be fun. It's like she's a family like, rule. Yeah, so I basically know his game plan. He's been he's been banging on about this for years also, and years. He's yeah. very focused. He's a very focused guy. I don't know what it is about King Kong, but he's super focused. Super focused. Very. Um, it's almost like he's just sort of you know he's quite intensely focused sometimes. Also, you guys got any weed? No, it's, it's yeah. He's um, also like he's like he's working often. I find him late at night working on his game plan, and I'm just like. <laughs> Wow, um, King Kong, you're super focused, mate. Like, what, like, what's happening here? And he's just like, "Can you go to the servo and just get me a packet of hobnobs?" Wow, he can't, can't even, you know, do his own. He's that, he's that intense. He's, he's that, he's that focused on the game plan. Anyway. So I, I can execute. I can deliver. But anyway, before the playoffs, the players get together, go to the board because it is all politics, and the boards run everything. And they're like, uh, "If you don't give him back for the playoffs, we're not playing." So the board's like, "Okay, well." Our hands are tied here. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah play, players have gone, we're not playing. And this is in the 80s before marijuana was like, just, yeah. you know, accepted as being fine. Yeah. So under immense pressure, not only from the players, but also the general public of Adelaide. Also, he was the he was the player's like, main source. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't he let him come back dealer. to work, we won't, we're not playing because we want to get high after the He's game. got the good stuff. Um, and, you know, the... Adelaide public supported him because of his admitted use of the drug. And because it's Adelaide and who doesn't love a doobie. Oh, so the club relented and Cole returns to the 1986 playoffs under the condition that it was known he would be fired at the end of the season regardless if they won the championship or not. Why is he getting fired? Because they're dicks. I thought they were just going to suspend him for two games and be like, he's learned his lesson. <laughs> Don't smoke a doobie. He had a great Where a weekend. journo can see you. <laughs> so... Look, despite being a freaking amazing coach, the board just hated him because he did things differently, uh, and they were they were just looking. <laughs> That's an understatement. They were just looking for a way to get rid of him. He wanted to take him higher. <laughs> Apparently, during the year, there had been rumours that the club board had not been happy with Cole, despite the team's overwhelming success. I'm not happy with Cole now. That's why I'm happy about the um, the solar array and the uh, the Elon Musk battery. <laughs> I've never been a fan of Cole. Oh, King Cole. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Big, we're big fan King of King Cole. Cole. Big, yeah. oh, we should name him that. We should call him up. Uh, Cole, Cole was cooking, called before the board after a win over Geelong to explain why the team wasn't dominating like they hoped for. The, so, so, like, rather than being like, like, well done on the win, they're like, why didn't you win by more? Why didn't you win by more? Why isn't the team winning more games? The team were 18 wins and two losses at this stage. What the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, well, you're the perfect coach. Um, why aren't you better? <laughs> it's got to be the stigma, right? It's just got to be the drug thing. I think just, so. They're basically just like, we, don't, we do not want a, a drug yeah. user coaching our team. Yeah. So Cole returned to coach the team through the 1986 playoffs in which they absolutely cleaned up uh, and won the championship like convincingly. That blows my mind. See, like... Blows Cole's mind. Well, hey, hey blows my mind, bro. Team. Oh, mate, we won the championship. That's not the crowd cheering. Uh, That's Cole. <laughs> laughing all the way to the bank. That, like, I do not understand sporting teams, and then this is where the, the politics comes into play, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, when they sack people that are that are doing that well. are doing well, and, are, and like as well as you possibly could be. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, there's lots of factors that go into, like, a team succeeding. They might have the right balance of players and coaching and, uh, and other areas and whatever and funding and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. But it's like, don't fire people. Like, obviously, if he's done something 
awful. Yeah, drastically wrong. That's then yeah, fine. get rid yeah. of him. You know, like if he's um, you know if he's doing a Louis C.K., then get rid of him. <laughs> But you know, if he's just smoked a doobie, like, come yeah. on, mate! Like, it's not like he's not—he's not killed a puppy. Do you know that's what I mean? It. Like, it's and yeah, uh, to me that's remarkable because you like. There's a lot of sporting teams where like the coaches shit and they don't get rid of them. That's it. It's like, that's I mean, look, it. look, it's like, like, well, here's the best coach we're ever going to get. Yeah, we're going to get rid. Well, of Well, to him. go back to the soccer analogy again, it's like Arsene Wenger. He's been like coaching, like, mm. um, he's been the manager for Arsenal for like 20 years. They've hardly won fucking anything in that time. He's <laughs> terrible. Seen. And in soccer, they're brutal. Like, if you don't win something within two seasons, you're gone. Yeah. But he's managed to hang on to his job for 20 years. Politics. He's, he's not even that good. Politics again. It is. It's crazy. Reflecting back on the time, Cole says, it was an incredible period of time because my players were saying, when they introduced us for this... At, at the way, what he actually <laughs> said was, it was a fucking incredible period of time, man. It was so I watched so, so good. many movies. Oh, yeah, like eighty six, bro. Like <laughs> because eighty six, man. Seriously, like, oi, like, oh, like I watched like back to back all three of the of the Alien movies, oh. and eighty eighty six, like that, like that run, that run of those years. You, you had the Alien movies, then you had like, um, the first and the second Die Hard, oh, yeah. and then straight after that, man, fucking. Like Back to the Future. Back to the Future. future. Like just the sickest movies. (laughs) My players were saying, let us when they introduce us for the finals game, come out last, they said to Ken. Smoking a doobie. (laughs) Just just (laughs) waltz out just waltz out with a spliff in your mouth. (laughs) We're getting you here for the pyrotechnics. (laughs) We lost the smoke machine. Ken, can you come on the court? Or, like, they have the smoke machine and they have the fireworks and he just comes out with a doobie in his mouth and he just, like, pops it out of his mouth and just lights the, the, the fireworks. Everyone's like, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. Um, because- we love you, King Cole. <laughs> and then he just grabs a blonde lady and just, <laughs> and just, cl- yeah. That's why he was smoking the spliffs. He was like, oh, you know, if I don't do this, I'm just going to cut sick and just climb on, <laughs> climb on the roof. With it's the blonde lady. calm. Yeah. Normally, I would just walk over and sit on the sideline, then the players get introduced. But they wanted me to come out last this time. And I said, listen, guys, you don't know what sort of reaction we're going to get. This is a conservative city. But I'd been upfront about my drug use, so I wasn't hiding anything. So they introduced me, and I came out last, and it was breathtaking. It wasn't the only thing taking his breath away. (laughs) (laughs) The place went berserk. Everyone started clapping and they started stamping their feet and banging on the back of chairs. They all stood up and it went on for four or five minutes until I walked off the court. It was incredible. Amazing. Turns out that didn't actually happen. He was just in a KFC and they were just calling his <laughs> order. <laughs> but, you know, Ken had a great time anyway. That's it. Also, um, this is like a sports movie waiting to be made. Mm. It really, really is. Yeah. About the Adelaide 36s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. See, we've we got the ideas here, man. Yeah. This, okay, copyright that. All right, yep. Copyright. Okay, who's um, going uh, to play Ken? Um, get the bloke from Wolf Creek to do it. He'll do it. <laughs> or Sean McAuliffe. That'd be good too. Sean McAuliffe. Would, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> he's, he's, he's quite tall. Yeah, there we go. Um, so although debate still rages amongst fans in the National Basketball League, 
In 2012, the 1986ers were named by the league as the greatest single-season team in league history. So that's yeah. how important they were to the profile of basketball in South Australia. That's amazing. Yeah. And this really is a, a sports movie waiting to be made. I yeah. believe that. I truly believe that. Because it's like, it's like Rudy, but with a spliff. With a joint. It's like he, he just kept going against all odds, and the, and, and, <laughs> and the board didn't want him there, but the players did. That's it. And they were like, oh, captain, my captain. The Adelaide 30 stoners. <laughs> The Adelaide 30 Stoners. <laughs> the Adelaide Dirty Stoners. Dirty Stoners, amazing. <laughs> Hashtag Dirty Stoners. <laughs> Hashtag King Cole. The next year... Hashtag King, not racist. King Cole. He was white, it's all right. Um, the next year, Ken Cole... Uh, no, that year he was named 1986 Coach of the Year and the 1986 Championship winning coach. So it makes only makes sense that he was fired and replaced uh, in the 1987 season by former... Nanawadig Sector's import guard, Gary Fox, who would continue the work Cole started. So, but the players didn't take as well to the new coach, Gary Foxy. Fox. We've got a Kong, we've got a donkey, we've got a donkey, we got a fucking Kong. First we got a gorilla, now we got, got a fox. fox. Um, while Cole was a coach who was high on motivating his players, amongst other things, yeah. Fox ran a much more stringent operation and some of the players you know, didn't like it as much. Um, they did pretty well that season, uh, but they lost the semi-final in an upset against the Perth Wildcats, who were playing their first game at a new stadium. Some say this is what began what is known as the 36ers curse. Ooh. The team is cursed. See, now the movie's getting even bigger. Crazy. We've got room for a trilogy. It's like the Red Sox. It is. Uh, examples of the curse. It, was it the Red Sox that were cursed? Uh, yeah, it was. until. What team do you go for in Boston? Boston Red Sox. That's right. <laughs> and I go for the 36ers as well by default. So. Um, the 36ers curse refers to a team's long-held... It- what team do you go for in American basketball? Uh, generally the Boston Celtics. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. you just go for all the Boston it, it, teams. Yeah, it depends who's playing. Oh, because you, you're a Bruins fan as well. I am a Bruins oh, fan as well. Fuck, you put a, do you want to guess who I support in the NFL? Uh, <laughs> Patriots? <laughs> just the noise, yes. Oh, God. Um, the 36ers curse refers to the yeah, team's... Yeah, I, I go for an awesome sports city. Fuck off. Inability <laughs> to win games against teams who are celebrating a milestone or creating one. So anytime they're like, uh-huh. oh, it's this team's 100th game, uh, we'll lose to that team, to, yeah, even if we were clear favourites. Um, okay. That's kind of a weird curse. Yeah. and look, like, Normally with curses, it's like they, just, they, they never won again. Yeah, or they never no, won a... This is a weird uh, curse. Or like, they never made playoffs again. This or. is like oh, when they're playing their first home game at a new arena or when they're playing their 100th game or um, when well, they sure, get their first American... Okay. There's so like so many all, examples All you need it. to do to beat this team then is to just make, your, <laughs> make the game significant in some way. Oh, well, this is the first game we're playing on a Tuesday when it's a... Full moon. When Dave <laughs> is is driving a red car, not a white car, That's to right. the game. Yeah, Significant. 36ers will never win a game again. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you just have to announce some significant event related to the game. You, you're laughing. Yep. Um, we finally broke the curse in 2012. And the curse started in 1993. So it's a long brutal, curse. Brutal, brutal. In 2012... Um, How did th- the curse start? Sorry. Uh, it started with the uh, loss to the Perth Wildcats in the playoffs, who were playing their first 
game at a new okay. all right, all right. new center but or whatever. Do people is is the curse linked to anything? Because like with the Maple Leafs, like the, they, they have this on ice hockey team, they have this curse which is they haven't won a cup since like the sixties. But before that, they won the most cups up to that point. Okay, I think Montreal actually, but yeah, uh, and then they haven't won a cup since then, and it's because the team got sold the year before. Well, they 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 won their last cup, so the team got sold. They won the last yeah. cup, and then they haven't won a cup since. And everyone's like, oh, it's because they're cursed because of the sale of the team. And then, like, similarly with other teams that have like so you know sports curses, it's yeah. usually linked to some event, like the team got sold or well, somebody clearly, controversial came in or, or left or did something. That, clearly, this is the firing of Cole. Yeah, but the, but but he got fired in eighty six, right? Yeah, and, and the curse started in eighty seven. I thought you said the curse started in 93. No, the examples go back, you know. Uh, no, the, the the curse began in 87 when, okay. they lost, when they lost the next semi-final. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So, um, yeah, it's clearly down to King Cole. Shouldn't have got rid of him. Yep. They cursed The board cursed us. The curse of King Kong. Um, they finally broke it in 2012, but then the very next game, uh, when they were <laughs> um, <laughs> doing another milestone, they lost the next Someone game. just so, lit a spliff it's like, oh, all oh, downhill. No, you dirty stoners. Uh, look, despite being one of the best basketballers, one of the first Australian basketball Olympians, a leading coach and lifting the game of basketball from its infancy into the mainstream of and Australian just, sport. And, and also lifting a lifting know, himself. pack of Doritos up to his <laughs> mouth. Ken wasn't inducted into the Australian Basketball Hall what? of Fame. Until 2012. Oh, God. Yeah. And that's the year they broke the curse. That is the year they broke the Ooh! curse. We figured it out. The movie is coming together. Crazy. Oh. Ken Cole, now 73 years old, a true legend of basketball, now lives in San Diego with an incurious... Oh, is that where the Empire... Oh, no, that's not where the Empire State Building is at all. My mistake. No, I've been York. to the Empire State Building and I haven't been to San Diego, <laughs> so I should have put that one together. <laughs> Uh, Ken Cole now lives in San Diego with an incurable form of bone cancer. What the? That doesn't <laughs> need to, don't fucking include that in the story. What? I've got to, I've got got to tell to, that story. I don't, I don't oh, look, to, someone's looking at us through the window. The story. Someone looked at us through the window. We're like movie stars. Oh, maybe we're making too much noise. I don't need to hear that part of the story. That's, All right. uh, well, he has incurable cancer along with diabetes. He's now a powerful and leading medica, medical it's, marijuana advocate. It's taken a dark turn. And has... Racist and has supplied medical marijuana to over 14,000 people through his through a downtown de- dis- medical dispensary that he owns. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I got bone cancer. <laughs> I got bone cancer. Hey, oh, I, I, got, I got the worst kind of bone cancer, bro. Um, I want to move to California where they've got that like, medical marijuana, hey? Bone cancer or cone cancer? <laughs> Basketball. Wait. I'm gonna start my own Adelaide team. <laughs> gonna, it's gonna be called the Adelaide Four Twenties. <laughs> Hashtag Adelaide Four Twenties. Uh, in recent years, uh, so yeah, Ken's still kicking around. Um, he has incurable cancer. Um, shout out to Ken Brutal. Cole, legend of the game. This story was really about him more than the team. Sure. In the Adelaide Thirty Sixes, sure. and I feel you know it's, I've gone a long way without mentioning a lot of um, good Thirty Sixes stuff, but it's just not that funny. Yeah, uh, it's just how it is. Um, but in recent years, the Adelaide 36ers had the tallest living Australian, Sam Harris, playing for them. Okay, isn't that amazing? How, and how tall was is Sam Harris? Seven, uh, seven foot three. Wow, freaking tall. 
Yeah, so tallest living Australian got him on the team. Tallest living, see, interesting. Tallest yeah. living Australian because if you're that tall, you're probably going to drop dead. Yeah, they do die really. They early. They die really yeah, young. Yeah, I remember. I'm um, reading. Um, super tall one, people just drop dead. Yeah, one of the tallest NBA players, Manute Ball, who played for the 76ers Philadelphia, I think, seven foot seven. Absolute freak, skinnier than anyone you've ever yeah. seen. Seven foot seven, like Peter Crouch. Um, just, just like literally um, dropped dead on 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 the court. You, no, he wasn't on the court, but he got like that's um, happened though. Yeah, he got like some small thing and then just died instantly, yeah. just yeah. because yeah. It's, it's weird. So that's how it happened. Um, the Thirty Sixers have had a recent return to form, either making the grand final or semi-finals in the past three of the four years but still haven't won a championship since the Phil Smythe and Brett Maher era of 2002. And Tom, that's the story of the Adelaide 36ers. Brutal. Are you a fan now? Um, I'm keen to go see a game. You know what? You and I, smoke a joint, go see a game. Okay. Have you, have you, <laughs> great. Have you been, like other Adelaide sporting teams, you've been to see them all? Uh, yeah, I would say. Uh, except so, No, I have been to a soccer game. So yeah, I think I've seen all Adelaide so sporting teams. So you've seen teams. Adelaide United? I've seen Adelaide. You've seen, seen Crows and Port. Seen Crows and Port. Um, you've seen Redbacks. Seen the Redbacks. Yep. yep. Um, you've seen the Adrenaline Ice Hockey. I have not seen the Adrenaline. You got to take me. Okay, I'll take you to the Ice Hockey, and you I'll take, take you, you take me to the basketball, and right. uh, and we'll, we'll we'll do a live cast or something. We'll do a live. Yeah, we have to do an Ice Hockey episode, so we'll yep. um, and we have to do a, a baseball episode too. So cool. Adelaide Bike, great team. So they are. Have a laugh. Have a lol. It's Adelaide. And, uh, and uh, have a doobie for King Cole. Little... Doobie's out for Cole. Was it um, hashtag Adelaide 420s? <laughs> we hope you all had a lol at Adelaide. You dirty stoners.